Alright, welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the J&J Show. My name is Jack. My name is Jack. No, it's not. You're supposed to do it at the end of the episode. You're going to do it at the beginning of the episode as well? Sorry, right, Jack. My bad. Okay. Um, Jarrett, his name is Jarrett. I think we should actually settle something now before we move on with this episode because I just believe there might be, it might actually be a rift in between us. I do believe we have conflict, yes. I have heard we have conflict regarding my belief in your soccer skills and uh, an indoor soccer team that both of us are teammates on. Would you like to air your beef in a public manner, which is decidedly unbiblical, but we're going to do it anyways. Well, sure. I have a story. Okay. This is a story of a man and a soccer ball. Okay. When I was young, I first took the pitch. I didn't know you were going to go far, that far back. A wee preschooler. Okay. The world at his feet. The soccer ball at his feet. The ball would one day end up in the net. Fast forward many years. It's Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Christmas concerts just ended. Yeah. Jared's planning on going home. Jared decides he'll play soccer because you know how many people because... Wait, you're the young boy in the story? Yes. Oh, okay. Was that not clear? No. I mean, it's clear now to me. But... Yes, I was young boy Jack. Um, and was not going to play, but then I decided to. And Jack was not there for, yeah, I don't know, sinful reasons. <laughs> and he thought we were going to lose. Um, so we go into this game. Jack has zero faith in us. I mean, I have zero faith in myself, but it's different when I don't believe in myself versus when someone else doesn't. Go out there, score two goals, we win 5-4, and now Jack is ashamed, and he deserves to be. I hereby apologize for not believing in you, Jarrett, and anyone from South Street FC. I know it's confusing because this is a Hill podcast and our soccer team's named after a different New Life team in our church, but I apologize for not believing in you guys. Um, I, I repent. And in my mind, I mean, we've already won the championship. I don't know what the table looks like, but you're all winners in my Because I think in the standings, we're not going to win the championship. We're definitely not. So no. I'm glad that we no. won it in your we're mind. Not. Congrats on your two goals, though. That's, oh, a, big, that's a big accomplishment. We have a couple, uh, a couple guests here. Uh, listener, are you wondering who it is? No. no that's exactly <laughs> how I picture our listeners sounding. <laughs> Uh, why don't, uh, guest number one, why don't you introduce yourselves? Who's guest number one? Uh, they're about to decide and, uh, say something about you. It is me. Uh, so my real name is James Gibson. Um, I prefer to be called Gibby. It's not Hames? It's not Hames. I feel like a fool, I've called him that all the time. Last time I checked, I'm not Mexican. Um, yeah. And I am excited to be here today. I thought it was just the lighting. (laughs) Yeah. All right, bold move. Calling yourself guest number one. Guest number two. You want to introduce yourself? Oh, the ever humble guest number two. Of course, yeah. Yeah, That's what they call me. Um, Other people call me Nate. Some people call me Nathan Demetrius Shea. Um, (laughs) Who calls you that? uh, Christopher. Hungry. Hungry Bonic. (laughs) (laughs) Always eating me up. Sometimes people call me Jack Marius Tacteratrix. Really? Sometimes people call me Jack. Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, it's the East and West Bowl. Yeah, the East and West Bowl. Some people call me Jack. That's my real name. Is that you? You call yourself Jack? Yeah. Okay. I'm flattered. All right. Well, we are are happy to have you guys here, Gibby and Nate. And uh, we've got a couple exciting segments uh, planned in this podcast. And uh, we're going to kick it off with uh, the ever-beloved 
Babylon B article of the week. We bring truly tragic news with the Babylon Bee article of the week. Perhaps the death of Christian music as we know it. Mm. Headline. Christian songwriters announce they've completely run out of rhymes for grace. Oh, no. Initial reactions? <laughs> I didn't think this day would come, and now that it has, I don't know what I'll be singing two years from now. I know. Not a trace of the grace will be left in this race. See, those were two possibilities that they had forgotten, and then you just yeah, you ruined them. They're gone. Honestly, I'm devastated. We'll make like Jack and dive in. All right. A coalition of CCM artists announced Thursday that they've completely run out of rhymes for the word grace. Tragically, there will be no more Christian music produced until the songwriters can come up with a solution to the grace rhyme shortage. Advocates have pushed for national leaders to address the global crisis immediately before it's too late. Quote, We've used face, space, trace, and place, of course, said Chris Tomlin as he frantically scribbled down ideas in his notebook. There's literally nothing else left. I guess we could use mace, but that's kind of dark. (laughs) Oh, what about yas? (laughs) Well, that doesn't rhyme. (laughs) Yes, I guess. Y-A-S-S-S. That's not how people say it. (laughs) He said, hopefully. But David Crowder stepped forward put his hand on Tomlin's shoulder, and shook his head gravely. Sorry, bro. Yes rhymes with, like, bass. Bass. No, it's bass. <laughs> bass. But he's talking about bass like the fish, not bass like the guitar. Oh, okay. So this is bringing up more questions than answering, yeah. honestly. John Foreman reportedly suggested the artist possibly write more esoteric lyrics rather than making every song explicitly mention Grace, but was asked to leave. Mm. At publishing time, the group had further confirmed they're scraping the bottom of the barrel on rhymes for the word love. Another, uh, yeah, unfortunate possibility. I'm intrigued by the fact that multiple of our Babylon Bee articles of the week over the course of this hit podcast have been about christian worship music do you remember it's a passion of mine yeah okay so it it was an intentional choice oh no doubt i I comb many articles a week sometimes two sometimes three wow okay before i choose the right one so the if um you guys are familiar with um our current catalog of episodes the first Babylon the article regarding christian music was a debate between contemporary worship songs and modern hymns or in and hymns making um, the point that parker hates right. modern hymns and only listens to contemporary worship right a fact that many believed for a long time <laughs> but actually it was not true <laughs> um, and then he hates reese's also that was also shared on that podcast publicly apologized to parker for that um i never apologize publicly apologize for the things i do to parker i'd never stop <laughs> why don't we each go around and say our best uh word that rhymes with grace just to help out the coalition of ccm music artists that you know, a word that wasn't included and one they've already used. Can they get the list that they already used? They used case, trace, place. There you go. Uh, Face, space, trace, place. How about vase? Mm. Like Like there's something there. A love vase. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice. I'm going to cheat a little bit and say commonplace. I know they said place already, but it's a commonplace. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to say lace. Something's like laced in. I like to use that word, like lace in a bit of compassion into a conversation. You can lace in, you know, some some sarcasm, but it's subtle. You just kind of laced it in there like a cake. Yeah. Thanks for mine. I laced in a little bit of rhymezone.com. And I've come up with small computer system interface. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck. Chris yeah, I really laced that. that in there. Yeah, we'll see if they can fit that into their next hit radio worship song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'm tired um, of my place. Small computer system interface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have some guests for, uh, or let's have some questions for our guests. Nate, I'm going to start with you. All right. Um, and the question is a complex one. Oh, shoot. So pull up your boots or whatever you need. Um, the question is, how's your hair? Uh, it's fine. Thanks for asking. Okay. All right. Second question, related <laughs> to the first but different, and I actually care more how's about this How's your hair one. really? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's so <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Um, second question, I'm genuinely curious about this. Yeah. Are, are you sick of people making a foundational part of your identity your hair? Because, you know, it matters, but you're more than your hair, Nate. Um, you know, I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, sometimes I do. I think, that, I think that some people overdo it every once in a while mm-hmm. and say, they just walk up and say, oh, your hair looks great today. And I'm like, get out of here. I don't need to hear that again, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, do you give them grace? Uh, I give them a small computer system. <laughs> How kind of you. Also, um, should we just like describe his hair? It, it occurred to me that we can't see his hair right now. That's it. That is one yeah. of the difficulties yeah. of a... Well, we can. I can see your hair. Let the court recognize yeah. that Gibby is blind. Gibby, why don't you describe hair. Nate's hair for our listeners? It is long. Mm. It is curly. It is like a dark brown, I think. Yeah. The lack, I'm the, kind word, of blind, the lack so. of the word luscious has been concerning so far. Well, I was actually going to get to that. Yeah, it is very luscious and just, yeah, it's breathtaking, really. Like mountain goats descending uh, a mountain. It's beautiful. Wow. Thanks. I, I stole part of it from Song of Solomon, but that's the best place I to go. No, I've never read it. Well, all right, uh, Gibby, I have a question for you, sir. Um, I heard a rumor that you have never listened to a previous episode of the J&J show in your life. Nice. And um, one, I'm offended by that. Um, we asked I'm you sorry. here for a reason. I uh, wonder if you could speak <laughs> to the truthfulness of such a rumor and either you know Repent. apologize or defend yourself. So it was true that when Jack asked me to be on the show, I had not listened to um, one of these podcasts. I did listen to one after he asked me to be on it, but before now. So I have seen one, or I've listened to one now, okay. not seen one. Okay. And you haven't seen Nate's hair. I haven't seen Nate's hair. I'm kind of struggling with this right now. You know? I'm not, not sure what I can see, what I can't see. I mean, that's okay. Okay, so just to confirm, for you've, you've so, so far listened to one episode of the J&J show, of the plethora of episodes that are available of, to be of listened to. Plethora of like six, yes. six, yes. Yeah, one okay. of six. Cool. It's actually not a bad percentage, I feel like. Well, you know, that is don't get a higher percentage. For only, for only listening to one podcast, like that's 
That is a higher percentage than like I would say like ninety nine percent of the world, but there's that one percent that's actually listened to like more than you probably. One percent of the world listened to this world. podcast. Yeah. Like, I'd be pretty amazed. Oh, you guys I, would be pretty popular. I mean, I, I believe it. I, I mean, Jack's mom listens, and I'm sure she sends it all over. I friends. actually don't know if she's listened to the first season two. That's kind of sad. I should uh, send her the link. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. My mom still thinks that our uh, inside podcast joke of saying shepherd in our first episode is hilarious. <laughs> I've missed the shepherds. Shepherds. It's like our one recurring thing. That's some good moments. All right. Um, all right. Th- those ones were just for fun questions. Um, see, they, were, they were to help you guys feel comfortable in the podcast booth. Jack said they were to help them feel no, comfortable sorry. in the podcast booth. You can speak up. <clears throat> they heard me. That's why it was a loud whisper. That's a, It's an art form. Um, no, I genuinely actually want to hear from you guys for this one, though. Uh, what is the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten? This is a bit of a Christmas episode here, so I want to know what's the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten. Uh, so my brother and I used to play with uh, Hot Wheels cars a lot, and we got this like little toy set. It came with some some cars and a bunch of like little tracks, and it was basically this giant octopus, and you would drive your cars all over the tentacles and stuff. And it was it was pretty sweet. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Can you see it, Gibby? I can picture it. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. For me, so it was a uh, Nintendo DS. I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I remember like a few weeks before Christmas, I was with all my cousins, and they all had those, and they were playing them, and I was like, that's absolutely amazing. Like, I want one of those. And I just desperately wanted one for like three weeks, and then, you know, Christmas Day came, and I got one, and I played it the entire day. And it was a great day. Mm. It was like a top 10 day. Wow. Top yeah. 10 day. Number one gift. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yes, I have my own answer. It's story time again. I was 12 years old. The year would have been 2010. <laughs> nice. December 2010. I had to make sure it wasn't the new year yet. But Christmas <laughs> is in December. I was older than 12 that year. Yes, huh. you were. What are you, 32? Okay. No. <laughs> I'm not even 32 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're not. You're like they're like forty now. People that listen to this podcast are gonna get an inaccurate picture of who I am. They can't see me. Your mom's gonna forget how old you are. Is no, that what you're just, concerned about? No, I wasn't referring to her. I was referring to the other one percent of the world that's heard an episode but does, has never met me. Okay, well we'll get back to story time. You were twelve. Yes, I was twelve. Um, and my brother, I have an older brother. He's three years older than me, so he was fifteen at this time. Still less than half a Jag's age. Um, and he got an Xbox 360 for Christmas. And as a 12-year-old, I didn't know much. I knew my Game Boy that I played a lot of Pokemon on, but I didn't know much about what the world held for me. I had a PS2. Um, but this Xbox 360 was a, was a gift in the truest sense. It was a Modern Warfare 2 limited edition Xbox 360. And my brother and I started playing together. Now, I've never played a Call of Duty game in my life at this point. I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. I start out with the classic dad move of like circling around looking in the sky and just shooting up the air. <laughs> My dad still does that. <laughs> but in that day, I fell in love. A love that sustained for many years. I can't tell you the number of days I spent playing Call of Duty in my lifetime, but it is way too many. And I have loved shooting things in video games, good clarification, ever since. Important. And I remember that day fondly. Now, Jack, why are we all wrong? Well, I was going to say that all of you guys are wrong because the correct answer is the gift of newborn 
eight ounce infant baby Jesus and it's his so small. Is it eight, eight, eight pound twelve <laughs> ounce? Whatever the quote is from that one movie. You're right. That would be dangerously like small. Little blip Jesus. But you know what? Even all those gifts could be seen as gifts from God and Amen. received as worship in addition to the gift of, you know, 10 pound, 8 ten, ounce tentacles Jesus. cannot be inter- interpreted any other way than a gift from the Lord. Yeah. All good things flow from the tentacles. Um, n- numerous friends of mine are having babies right now, and I do know that babies are supposed to be born at a heavier weight than what I said. So, Thank you for clarifying. Yep. <laughs> Um, no, I've got one more question, and then we'll move on to another segment, if that's yeah. cool. It's actually a serious one, though, So I want to know. Okay. So we're not we're not just a bunch of yahoos and dinguses messing around in this room. We're like, speak for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You no, I want to know, what has God been bringing up for you guys in the areas of worship, community, or mission? And how have you been responding to it? What has God been bringing up for you in the areas of worship, community, or mission? Um, well, let's see. I think in the area of mission, um, I think of like our small group this year, uh, just have a large number of guys this year. Like, I think we counted like 11 new people. And so, uh, it's just been really cool. I think to be able to kind of reach out with them, to get to know them and, um, become great friends with a lot of them too. Um, it's been, yeah, just been a lot of fun. Been really blessed by that. That's encouraging. I'm, I'm part of that small group, yeah. so I'm not surprised at your answer. I'm just going to ask a follow-up. Uh, what, what are you excited for like in responding to what, how God has you know, brought that up in an area of mission in your life? What are you excited about for next semester? Um, I feel like excited just for continued like development of relationships with those guys. Um, I feel like I've gotten to know them pretty well. Um, but I feel really excited and feel like, um, like God's been bringing this up to me too a little bit, just like getting to know people on a little bit of a deeper level. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, get to know a lot of these guys a lot better. Awesome. Thank you. You are welcome. Nate, same first question to you. All right. Um, I think... This semester, my relationship with God has been um, kind of challenging. Um, I'd say usually when I think about mission, um, what comes to mind is international mission. Um, and um, for a while, that was something that like I thought that um, sounded super cool. Um, but this semester, I've been just finding a lot more passion and enjoyment in like my studies here and considering like the possibility of um, having a career in that. Um, so I think, um, yeah, when I think about like mission and the possibility of like having to do something that's like different from, you know, what I want, um, it just seems kind of like scary and I've, um, kind of, um, yeah, just felt a lot of fear surrounding that this semester. Cool. Nate, thanks for sharing. Guess what, everyone? <laughs> we have a new segment.
and it's called Tips for Life. Um, in each episode, we will be discussing two different areas upon which we will offer our you know, wisdom um, that we have that is so immense and advice on, on daily living. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, uh, not enough people ask us for our advice and our wisdom, but it's really important that we get to share it. So, yeah, so we're just going to force it on them. We're going to make it a segment of our yeah. podcast. Yeah. It was Jack's idea. All right, so we have two, two sections this time. Yeah, so our two topics on uh, tips for life segment are one, one, one category is going to be study tips. And the other category is going to be being on break tips. So uh, some of you, depending on when this episode drops, may listen to this before you go on break from school. Some of you, maybe you're listening to it while you're on break. Or maybe, you know, far in the future and you have a break, hopefully sometime soon coming up, whether it's spring break or summer break. Maybe we asked you to be on our podcast and started listening to previous episodes because you'd never listened to our show before. Right. Yeah. I hear that happens. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jared, you're going to take study tips. Yeah. Is that true? So All right. Our, our first section will be study tips. Yes. Um, I have four tips so far. If I come up with more, they were literally off the top of my head, but these ones were also on top of my head. Um, tip number one is take Parker's schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, as of the filming of this on Tuesday afternoon, December 11th, Parker is officially done with the semester of school. Last I saw him, he was sitting on our couch about to go play basketball. So nice. our first tip is to just take all the classes Parker takes. and Great start. Totally doable. People are loving this segment so far. What right. major is Parker? Psychology. Mm. A good major. Aren't you a psychologist? I am. Thank you for asking. Have you taken your own advice? Um, well, I also have my religion and business minors, so okay, I'm done on the 19th. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Um, tip number two is take naps. It's gotten Nick Kynath this far, and he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I wasn't aware of that. Take Parker's schedule, take naps. Um, tip number three, study the word first. Um, all good things flow from there. And at the end of the day, when you're before the Lord, what's really important? I'll leave you with that. Mm-hmm. And tip number four, if it's the day of the exam and you have yet to study, pray for wisdom and discernment. It's the only chance you have. It's really carried me a long way, so let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could pray for wisdom and discernment even if it's not the day of the exam. Bold, but I'm listening. That was it. That that was the statement. Captivating. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for some being on break tips? I am. Okay. Uh, Nate and Gibby, I want you guys to chime in with a tip of your own in either category um, after I'm done. So feel free to be thinking about those. Uh, <clears throat> I, have, uh, I have two tips for you for now for being on break. The first one, <laughs> mine are a bit more serious than yours. Not that yours weren't serious, but I mean they kind of weren't serious. Right? No, they weren't serious. Okay, I don't, um, I don't know how to study. No, this is, a genu- <laughs> this is a genuine tip. It's helped me in my life a lot. My first tip is schedule. I know that word might pain some of your ears because it's like I'm on break. The point is to do nothing all day. No, no, it's not. Schedule the things that you value but are hard for you to do. So say you have a goal of still working out, you know, a couple times over break. Put that in your schedule so that you're motivated to do it. Don't just think, well, I'm going to try and find a couple moments to do it. Or say you uh, really want to value spending some time reading God's word and spending some time with God, but it's tough to know when to do it. Here's what will happen. During the school year, oh, I have so much to do. I'm so busy. Classes are hard. I have clubs. I don't have time to read the Bible. 
No one actually says that. Sometimes they do. But it's hard to do. Well, they say it, but they're like, you know, they actually do. But So then you get on break where you have literally all the time in the world. Does it just magically get easier? Yes. No, not, oh. not always. Some, for some people it is no, and sometimes, it but often it doesn't. So I would just schedule that in. Put an hour at the beginning of your day a couple times a week or a couple times over break and uh, sit down and like blueprint it out. Put it in, put it in your schedule. Um, or if it's being with people, like you want to spend some time around friends or family. So that would be my first tip is to schedule things that you care about and value but that are hard for you to do, prioritize. And uh, the second tip is to look for ways to serve your family and friends and not just make break about you. I just think that, um, that yeah, that's a trap that I've fallen into over the years. I go on a break, whether it's from school or from my job, and it's just like, this is amazing. I have two weeks for me. Well, not really. I mean, you, you should rest. Rest is important and good. And well-earned rest feels even more uh, more like freeing. And, and, you know, I can be grateful for it from God. But I feel like after taking Jared's study tips, like that's some well-earned rest. Yeah, right that's some well-earned rest. You really, you really, yeah, worn yourself out of taking my study tips. Yes. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, I think there's lots of opportunities to be the light of Jesus in a in a place where we aren't always, or you know, where we aren't always there. Um, whether it's around our family or friends that we don't see as much, um, and I think there could be some really good growth opportunities or conversations that come out of. Hey, normally, this is an exaggeration. Obviously, normally you're just a total slob and you sit on the couch for like. 12 straight days when you come home that's me but rather like instead of that i've actually seen you like serving and going out of your way to you know serve a brother or sister in christ like why is that and you can be like well it's because i care about this and i want to do it you could even schedule that hashtag tip number one Um, okay those are my tips what do you guys got i i think that you should watch at least like two episodes of the office like Probably like a few more than two, mm. but I feel like that's important. Like something good to do over break. Interesting. Yeah, not to like go I mean, against yours, but no, like, no, not at all. You know, just in addition to that, schedule, that is not schedule going it against in. Schedule it in. Exactly. You can schedule it in. Make a blueprint. The first hour of your day, two episodes of Office. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Great. Great yeah. uh, my tip is to spend as much time as possible with your dog, because there's no dogs at school, and it's sad. I'll come visit so, Lily. Yeah. If you don't have a dog, find someone with a dog. Because Nate and That's I will be in the same city yeah. for a couple come days. Come to Dexter. Nate and Both I will be there. Both live there. Well, my dad does. Your dad lives there. Yeah. yeah. It's great. My dog is there. So Lily is there. Yeah. I might take you up on that. Not Parker's sister. That's been confused a couple times. Stay away from Parker's <laughs> sister. <laughs> wow. I feel like it's story time. We're going to tell a story. So yeah. one time... Um, I don't know, must have been about a little over a year ago. Yeah. And we were talking about Nate's dog, Lily, which is also Parker's sister's name. And we were talking about going and visiting Lily or something, and Parker walks down. He's just joined this conversation, and he looks at us and he goes, Stay away from my sister! Wow. <laughs> wow. So many assumptions he made I know. in that moment. But yes, to put an end on break tips, um, there's something that I heard once that it's simple and I really like, but take a break with Jesus as opposed to from Jesus. Mm. We've said that before on the podcast, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, we've said it definitely on the podcast now. Yep. Uh, I'll round out the study tips since you got to round out my section and I want to round out yours. 
my study tip would be uh, go to Pandora.com and um, and select the Peaceful Holidays Pandora station. That thing saved my life uh, a lot back when I was in study mode. It's some peaceful music. A lot of it's instrumental. You can even download the ones that are too distracting and cultivate this idyllic, peaceful holiday study playlist. There you go. But that doesn't count toward my Spotify minutes for the year. No, it wouldn't. There, there might be an equivalent Spotify one, Christmas instrumental or something, but I'm just saying the Pandora peaceful holiday one, second to none. Do whatever you want on Spotify. All right. All right. I think we just got one segment left and then a couple announcements. Um, before that segment, how's your experience been on the podcast so far? I know you guys do the podcast circuit you know, a lot, but how does this compare? I can confidently say this is the best podcast that I've ever done. Wow. So. It's amazing. It's, it's also the worst, worst podcast. Yeah, the worst. That's, no, what, that's what yeah, I want to yeah, do. I feel we both got what we wanted from that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would say the same. Yeah. Creative. Yeah, and in terms of like listening to it, it's like it's like up there, you know. I'd say it's like like up the, there with what? That's very vague. <laughs> it just just on other, a scale of like good podcasts on a scale of like not the office. I never want to do this again. To I got a Nintendo DS. Like where Whoa. does this compare? Uh, probably like probably like getting a cat. You know. Now, do you like cats? <laughs> Is that the top half or the bottom half of the scale? <laughs> is it closer to the DS I mean, or to like death? I don't know. So like, I actually probably shouldn't have said that because I'm allergic to cats. But, um, yeah. I think it's the worst side of the scale. The J and J Show, our podcast, will make you sneeze. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that in the brainstorm <laughs> bank for, yeah, for later. Sure. See, like cats, cats are like solid though. Like they're not as good as dogs. I'm also allergic to dogs. What a hard <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey. I really uh, like Nick Kynes dogs, but last segment. Uh, we're gonna make some wild speculations and predictions about stuff. So uh, everyone can participate in this one. Um, my favorite part is that I don't even remember what we wildly predicted and speculated the last episode. Absolutely no idea. No idea whether it came true or not. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> so who wants to start? Since we're going to forget this, I'm going to go with this and I'll look back. Our next podcast will be filmed on January 17th. <laughs> what a bold prediction. It will be like cats. Alright, I had one last time. That I, I have like... a good bold prediction. I will listen to another episode of the J and J show sometime. In that does feel pretty bold. That no does way. feel pretty wild. <laughs> I don't believe it. Pretty wild. Call me out. We'll see. <laughs> All right, um, here we go. I'm a I'm a caller right here. Michigan men's basketball gonna make the final four this year. <laughs> You're allowed to predict that. I think. Uh, it's actually more wild for me to say we're not going to make the championship. We're going to ha- we're going to lose a heartbreaker in the final four. I don't want that to happen. I'd love for us to go all the way and get some revenge. Even though technically 2013 was vacated, so you know that's basically ours. But no. <laughs> okay, it should be. Any other wild predictions and speculations? 
this podcast will reach an hour before Nate Shea comes up with a bold prediction. Mm. At this so rate, yeah. not not so wild. All right. Well, those were some great <laughs> some great predictions and wild speculations. Um, we're definitely going to keep doing this segment every every week. It's a fan favorite. <laughs> it is a fan favorite. Oh, that reminds me. All right, returning to the last episode before we have some announcements and wrap up. Uh, season two, episode one. I made a Mean Girls reference. I referenced the movie Mean Girls. No one in the room knew what I was referencing, and I said, "If you're listening to this and you know what I just referenced, and you text me." You will win a prize, the first person to do it. And the winner, do you guys want a drum roll or something? The winner was Tiffany Burton, texting me right away, like within an hour of us even posting the episode. So congrats to Tiffany. I did give her some candy as a prize. And uh, see, that's that goes to show that listener engagement, uh, I feel like we should challenge our listeners some other way. Right um, now. Oh, I agree. Uh, the first person to text me what round I think Michigan will lose in the NCAA tournament will also receive a prize. Okay, well, that's a kind of a discouraging, dark <laughs> challenge, but all right. Gibby's gonna James win. Gibson is not allowed to participate. Oh. One vote, one one guess per, per viewer, listener. One guess, one guess per listener. Is Nate allowed? Because he's texting right Yeah, now. Nate can do it, just not Gibby. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, might have to end, start and end with some conflict resolution here. I hope here. you're wrong. All right, uh, closing thoughts from our guests. Um, I hope Nate Shea is wrong about his prediction because I'm a little salty that I didn't get to. I predicted the third round, if you're wondering. Which is the Elite Eight. Yes. I feel like knowing you, that's probably wrong. But I'm not sure. Okay. Well, that's enough of that segment. On to announcements. (laughs) Got a couple announcements. Most of them are related to the Hill region. Uh, I'm going to frame this announcement. What a great Christmas party we had. Did anyone remember that? That was just a swell time, right, wasn't it? Was it was wild. Remember when you got that Remember when you got that white elephant gift, Gibby? Oh, remember all those wild so speculations yeah. Nate made at the Christmas did. party? Yeah. <laughs> that was an awesome white elephant gift. Last year, uh, someone reminded the Hill Central group me about this. Um, whoever won the uh, remote control rat definitely won the white elephant. That was me. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's Raymond. We went dumpster down. Raymond. Find the yeah, we had to go in the dumpster, and I got Ray- Raymond sits right by our TV. That's we creepy. were just talking about Raymond. Nice. He might come tonight to a party. Ooh, good to know. So there's one announcement. Um, do you want to do the next one? Yeah. Did you not know that it was me? Was that just a? I had a hunch, but I actually didn't remember. That's fair. Yeah. That girl who got Parker's Bible was also a big winner. Parker gave away his Bible. Well. Someone gave away Parker's Bible. Can you guess who? And have left it on his bed Bible. <laughs> Did he ever get it back? Oh, yeah. Oh. He just had to go up to the girl and ask for it back, and that was her first time at any New Life event. <laughs> I was not aware of that story. It could not have gone any better than how it happened. <laughs> that sounds like Parker's worst nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. Talking to girls. All right. Next announcement, <laughs> next announcement feels like kind of selfish because it's about myself. All right. I'll do this one too then. Yeah, I mean, how would I just talk about spring break then? then? Okay, yeah. Next announcement, spring break. Woo! Alright, Hill Central. If you're a junior or older, or you're Veronica instead of Jack, you were there two years ago. But Hill Central will be returning to Gatlinburg. Hashtag Gatlinburg Romance. Mm. If you want to see some nice pictures of Nate and I behind their Instagram signs, yes. also text me. We got one million likes on our pictures. We so. can, wow. I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, less than the number of people that have listened to our, this podcast, actually. Not if 1% of the world has. That's what I'm saying. That's 
one percent of the world is more than one million. Oh, I see. I thought you said more. I'm gonna trust you on that because I don't know. Math is so hard. Where's Hill Gettys going? Yes, and Hill Gettys <laughs> is going to kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, on the Outer Banks. Yes, that sounds more biblical than yours. Yes. Go kill the devil. Punch the devil. Kick the Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that at all when I thought the name, but you're right. What a spiritual trip you and guys are Hill. And, and it has hill, hill in the name. The wow, what a Jason, merging Jason of spiritual warfare and hill region, you know, bonding. That sounds awesome. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. If you are interested in signing up, you should have already done it. But if you haven't yet, newlifea2.org backslash SB. Good to know. Yep. There's spots left on both trips. It's going to be fun. Just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, and last announcement for the time being is a belated congratulations to the combined all-region Hill flag, intramural flag football team, Team Tutties, right? Did I Correct. say that right? Yeah, it's not Team Teddies. Right. Mm. Tutties like touchdowns. Like touchdowns. Nice. Yeah, say it like that. On your <laughs> recent IM championship, we had a lot of fans there. It was a lot of fun. Um, there was a one touchdown. It was a one touchdown victory. Shout out Lauren May. Mm-hmm. She's great. Nice. Mm. It's good that I said that. It is good. That was yours to say. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all we have. And uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, it's a pleasure to do this. If you have, as always, suggestions for us about uh, things we should include on the podcast or feedback. Yeah, for real. No one ever says anything. No one says anything. So if you're like, I wish that they did this or you guys are bad at this, you can say either of those things. We know you Let listen, Tiffany. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we got. So, uh, how do we sign off again? That has been the J&J show. Oh, I remembered what it was last year. You don't know Jack, and I know a little more. That's what I used to say. (laughs) This is the J&J show, and I've been Jack. (laughs) I've been Jared.